Welcome back to another Three Dads and Uncle podcast. I'm your host, John. We got Nick, Kadeem, and Abe. How you guys doing? Good, good. I didn't know you doing was the host. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, doing pretty well, man. You pull straws? I, yeah, right? We got the host. Right. <laughs> well, I know. First of all, I knew we should go for something. <laughs> I'm hosting this episode, so I think it's only right that I get some kind of credits in this one. It's like the mixtape, you know? I want to be featured all over it. It's all good. But that leads me into kind of what we want to talk about today. You know, when I think about what we're doing and what will be left behind, you know, in its simplest form, it's an audio recording. But when you think about it, it's something that traverses time. It's something that would always be here, something that hopefully our children can listen to one day and and listen, oh my God, that sounds like daddy, daddy, you sound funny, you sound young, you know, or somebody else, somewhere else, some young man might listen in onto the podcast and be inspired to, you know, write something or record something in the future. And I think there's something powerful in that. Here we go. Legacy fellas, what do you believe is the best thing that you're going to be able to leave behind for your child? Skills. My genes. <laughs> so that was a good skills. one. Genes. Good Are those one. denim jeans? Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say information. Information. Okay. I like where you're going with that, Kadeem. Expound a little bit more. Um, what I mean by that is as our children get older and they go through their schooling they're gonna have a certain set of information taught to them but as we know as as we've gotten older there's plenty of things that aren't taught to you directly through schooling or things like that you have to you really have to research it and find it out for yourself or hopefully have people that have already done that work that can pass that information on to you um and you know you want to set up your 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 legacy basically with as much of a positive start information wise because basically the elites aren't going to teach you how to become or become a part of them right just like uh lions and tigers aren't going to teach their prey how to get away it's just not going to happen just because it defeats the purpose so um providing the the detailed information on things like stocks and and that market and 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 health and 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 just all all around like information good information and the sources to get it yeah that's pretty powerful man you said something that was kind of spooky that uh, lions and tigers are not going to teach their prey (laughs) how to get away i I don't know if you really truly understood what you were saying by that but um it is something that's kind of crazy because we are a for those who have seen us already uh we are all you know black multicultural folks on this call and generally speaking we're not really given a head start we're not even at the start line to be honest with you sometimes 
and it's kind of often funny that we find ourselves struggling to just start right whereas most other folks depending on where they're coming from they have a head start and sometimes they're not even really in the race you know it's just like um, almost like a phantom they have already completed it they're at the end already and those unbeknowing to us like we're still trying to run this race and they're ones that kind of rigged it you know and, and it's kind of crazy so for me it's just like how do i mitigate you know my lineage you know people who come after me from having to to deal with that or how can i get them as close to the finish line as possible i i felt that one um i feel like it's key to to bring to rear our children up in a, a positive environment an environment that they actually have people on their team rooting for them like this you know listening to you talk just now it, it made me think of a time in uh elementary school uh, i I had went to a predominantly white elementary school. Majority, majority of the teachers there were white. You know, that's that's just what it was. So, and like looking back at it now, like I'm able to see that with certain things that happened, certain things that transpired, that these people weren't rooting for me. You know what I'm saying? Not not to say that they had to or they had any obligation to, but you could you could see that well i could see now that by having a, a a teacher for example that's rooting for you that wants you to to succeed there's such a there's such a huge difference like for example um i remember in, in elementary school you know i was the problem child or or, or, or whatever the, the case was like <laughs> you <ever laughs> see that? <laughs> <laughs> right? I was I was so-called misbehaved and, and that kind of stuff. And and I guess I was known in the school for that. And again, this is a predominantly white school. All my teachers at that point were white. Until one teacher, uh, my first black teacher, and my favorite teacher of all time, Miss Williams. I remember, I remember seeing her. I was in, I was in the third grade, and I guess I was mis misbehaving again or, or whatever. And she looked at me and was like, "Yeah, I want you in my class next year." That's what she told me. And I remember that today. And when I got into her class, my my whole situation in school changed like completely changed why because i literally had somebody that was rooting, rooting and wanted me to succeed whereas i was just in somebody's class before man so, so <laughs> that's crazy nick so are we just in someone else's world living right now are we just working at someone else's job how much of that is going on Man. And like who is rooting for us it, like it goes deep and that's, I need someone rooting for us you really do I promise you you really do because you know and it literally I, I just go back I just go back to you know fourth and fifth grade because I had her for the, the two years and like I, I could I remember life lessons 
from this teacher. And this is in the fifth grade. And I'm, I'm 30 years old now. And I'm able to think back and like, yo, she, she did that so that when it came time, like, I, I don't even know how she get into everything on yeah. the podcast. But <laughs> so those foundational years really matter. You remember the most from yes. it, especially those who influence you. You know, and I want those coming after me. And legacy can look very different for many. It's not always children. It could be the way that you left your mark on the world through innovation, maybe the writings that you did, uh, through your efforts in, in providing for somebody's support. You know, it's, it's more than one way. But ultimately, I think it boils down to you have to start caring about something and be very intentional. They never talk about the great people that occurred, you know, in history, um, for, and they didn't do anything. You know, they were very intentional about and very specific about the things they were doing in order to leave sort of that that vibrant, colorful picture in history that we we love and cherish. I think for sure. Yeah, I'll agree to that, John. And I gotta add to it and also say that legacy can be even something that's minor like you and it doesn't necessarily have to leave a mark on the world per se i would say um but as long as it leaves a mark in someone's heart and that can go a long way as well because you you never know who you're impacting you could be impacting the next great leaders of, of the world and that itself would impact the world you know so i'm like an example for myself you know thinking about it you know I'm my I am my father's legacy, right? And how I see that is the skills. And that's why I said that in the beginning of the podcast, the skills that he has left within me and instilled in me. So every time I'm like building something in the house or every time I'm either playing music or drawing or anything like that, those are all things my dad has either instilled in me some way shape or form and every time I am interacting in that way, I always think about him every single time. So it's is just Abe crazy the perfect the Mitchell? Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Abe is the most perfect Mitchell. Out. <laughs> oh, boy. And, and there's a lot of Mitchells. <laughs> there's a lot of us, man. There's a whole lot of us. Perfect lot. Abe. I'm trying to tell you, man. No. Abe, is, <laughs> Abe is running for president. Or something. You no. win. <laughs> Yo, so that leads me to my next question, guys. You know, how much uh, of your personality, how much of the way you are has been, you know, impacted by someone else's, you know, legacy, something else that they... And it could be um, something parental. It could be maternal. It could be, you know, maybe from a, a friend, colleague, and or, you know, from work or society. But how much of you do you think is original versus... But has either been transplanted or, you know, taught to you? Man, what do you I think? think about that all the time? Um, I would say from a person who's always trying to discover himself um, and, you know, make his own mark, on, like just differently. Um, I'm always hearing voices in my head. Those voices come from different people, different ways, different shapes and forms. Uh, comes from the TV, comes from people that I hold dear and near to me uh, comes from teachers like Nick uh, so I would say you know sometimes I can't really tell you know 
is this who i really am or is this my own voice or is this someone else speaking in me and maybe should i listen should i not listen like sometimes it even like kind of stumps you when you think too hard about it so i don't know it's uh one of those kind of things hmm permission to go a little deep yeah go ahead permission <laughs> granted <laughs> <laughs> no, no i'm joking i'm joking no but i was doing some reading the other day and basically um the premise was is that in in a very in very very ancient times when men and women were born they were born with the complete memories of their forefathers and and basically they were saying like individual names weren't required back then and that you really only needed like the family name because you were literally just one person continuing on you know through through time and so like as you were saying that like that just popped in my head because i was literally just reading that but um I feel like how much of us are original today. Yeah. Um. No idea is original, man. So there we go. It's 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 really tough to uh, to really even quantitate that that number. Um, as a you know percentage as to who we are i mean me growing up i've had different teachings from a young age that's definitely instilled i mean i I was raised with uh members of the nation of of islam so uh five percenters telling me that 85 percent of the world is controlled by 10 percent and 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 malik salam it's like <laughs> the 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 views that puts on me from a young age i'm like damn i'm taught that from what four till i'm 11 and th- those years are like especially for me that was, those are the crucial ones man very crucial and so it it just changed it set my mindset up which is probably a part of why i'm so patient and just looking at things from a a top-down view just always wanting to see full circle and my brother um, still don't eat pork today you missing out on bacon brother turkey bacon is fire man what you're talking about no, no, there's, turkey no, bacon it's is not. fire you know, no, no. I'm on fire for turkey bacon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cook it. The, the, the only pseudo vegetarian vegan sort of kind of on the call today. You feel is me? Nick. Yeah, I'm not vegetarian again until July, so until turkey July. bacon it up. Yeah, so Kadeem, you brought up a point that I it kind of sparked something in me. Like, how much of our genetic code, you know details out or is a plan for kind of how our life is going to be you know is it how smart we're going to be how much our potential is you know where we're going to go what we're going to do we're going to say you know and and tying that into what what nick was talking about earlier i think it's definitely a way from lineage direct lineage children produce you know people producing children it's a way to be immortal right because 
how many times have you, you know, you guys have kids now, right? And, and specifically, Nick, let's talk about you. We see your child do one thing or another thing and say, oh my God, that, that's, that's, that's so Nick. You know, or, or, or this, or she, she's dancing, she moves, she goofy, she funny, she just like Nick. She looked just like, oh, no, no, that's more like Mo. Or how many times have you been told, you know, by your by your parents and by your family members, oh, my God, your mother used to do the same thing. Your father used to do the same. So, like, I, I ask myself, like, yo, am I, am I a one version of what my father or my mother would have been or could have been? or should have been you know and how many iterations did we uh go through to get to this point you know see i'd say that there's there's levels to it i, I feel like in your innermost and in like on your soul level you are a divine individual or, or, or whatever that that's ultimately a part of the you know the whole greater cosmos or whatever but that your your soul is is the purest expression of who you really are. And then as you develop, you know, as a child and, and onwards and upwards, you that's when I guess the, the external factors of life play in and develop your, your personality. But I feel like one, you're biologically born with the propensities of our um, mother and father, you know, on the biological level. And uh, um, I guess even on the guess you can say a mental physiological level as well but um but I, I feel like everybody is that, that comes into this earth is like their own divine person but it's the environments that kind of steer where that goes and because we're you know raised within our families around our families we tend to um uh grow into into that mold i guess you could say yeah, so would you say there's a direct correlation between uh, legacy and purpose? Uh, no, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say that. A direct correlation between legacy and purpose? And purpose. If you're I lucky. If you're lucky. If, yeah. If, if, you could, if you can organize life in a way that your, your purpose is continued on in your legacy job well done you know but i think uh if I i'm mean, understanding th- what you're saying correctly yeah i think based on what i think what john is trying to allude to i think there is the reason why i say that is because a lot of times you know our purpose in life right whatever you know everyone's trying to find that purpose and really you know stick it um, I think that is emphasized based off of our legacy, meaning what was brought into us. Because that's essentially the, what we're talking about, right? The legacy is us being, you know, who, whether our parents were this or that, and it's kind of amplified in ourselves in a different form or a different shape or is channeled out differently. But I think ultimately we use these different things and I would say things as in like skills to kind of derive our purpose of whatever that looks like well i guess all right the question then is what is purpose and and what kind of purpose are you talking about are you talking about purpose <laughs> in your your human your life, life or are you talking purpose. about purpose in, in terms of your soul life in terms of the the evolutionary scheme that we're all moving now through? you're like, hitting it 
Which which <laughs> purpose are we talking about? That's exactly it. So like, it's your ultimate purpose. It's the one that makes you sit and meditate. Like, why am I here? What is the point of my existence? Like, am I supposed to be doing this thing or that thing? Or where do I go next? So let me ask you this. Is your purpose for existing? And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it on the, on the soul level. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's where we really are. But um, yeah. if your purpose for it, is your purpose um, for existing on that level, does that have anything to do with our physical, biological legacy? I think so. So yeah, I think so. I, I, here's the thing, and I, I don't know the answer to the specific thing, right? I know that was but a question. It, right. Purpose innately is it a good thing or a bad thing? Can it be both negative and positive? Right. Let's say. Yes. I'll give you two. I'll give you two extremes. Right. Hitler, known for his his monstrous acts genocide of a of a people you know it it was terrible right but some could say that was hitler's legacy he was probably put here for that what transpired out of those things you know you know a lot of different things berlin wall all things intervention and then on the other extreme there's harriet tubman who you know single-handedly contributed to like the underground railroad and and freeing slaves and in the deed and the act based upon you know society's view on it one can be looked at as being uh, you know very negative and another one being very positive right but who my thing about that is who sets that up you know am i am i being born and then and i have like my purpose in life is going to be like the negative route as hitler and is that is that fair to me? Is that not fair to me? Or you know, maybe I'm I'm taking the positive approach. Are we talking about free will here? See, well, yeah, no, it's no. not. It's it, it. But is there free will? Like I, there, I don't there, know. I, th- I think the there is free will. There, there, there's free. It's it's still free will. Like it, it, it that's like saying you know you have social media and you 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 know you you have free will to do what you want with it. Or you cannot use it at all. Like you, it's not an illusion. Like that is that is what it is. Um, but I think in that term, I mean, I think your purpose really should be what makes your soul happy, right? Or makes your so, soul your soul feel feel fulfilled. Is that right? a good thing? No. The thing is, because that's on an individual level just as people naturally are corrupted that can be your your purpose can be corrupted or 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 made to believe it because me personally i think in the natural goodness of mankind right right that's what we all technically want to do if you if you look at most things that are you know that we see as or, or look at as being negative is because somebody is thinking of it from a some positive standpoint right. a lot of times um so yeah your, your legacy can be you can have legacies in a ton of different areas and not have met your purpose or not have or found your purpose um like so you, so would you say that based upon what you're saying would you say that legacy is more tied to like historical data 
like it's just a matter of a, a time how span. You're remembered. Yes, how you remember. Yeah, how you remember. Purpose is there's there's something more fulfilling. I don't your fulfilling divine. What you remember about your divine. Got you. I like it. I think I can get behind that. I I 100 believe that that's something that we can control. Then legacy, right? What For we're sure. remembered as and what we our mark is and what we leave behind. Those things we know for sure that we have to take a little bit more control on and and make sure that we're very intentional about it. Right. So I want to go back to why I said um, we have the illusion of free will. And partly that's coming from the fact that when we're talking about good and evil or good and bad, like I think that's an illusion, too. Man, you're reading my mind again, man. It's all a scale, though. It's it's all a scale. Like, good and bad is the same thing. It's It's just... Just on different sides of the same pole. Or the same... Yeah. Right. Opposite sides of the same thing. But... So, like, we were... John, um, when Kadeem was talking and and he was saying... I think he was saying something like... um, your, Your purpose is what makes your soul happy. Right? doing something somebody could be happy doing a certain activity that somebody else would feel is evil you know right that just because that one one person is looking at it as an evil thing and the other person looking at it as a good thing it literally shows like there is no definite distinguishing between the two yeah that's polarity you know exactly yeah. and so with, with with um free will like the reason why i'm i'm not convinced that it's a hundred percent free is because how can we have free will and believe in destiny right because can i oh Go ahead, Abe. Okay. The the floor is yours, Abe. All right, all right. So, to answer that, Nick, um, would be to say that destiny itself is something that is something you can't run away from. Right? So, if we believe we can't run away from destiny or anything like that, then obviously, in that sense, um, you the free will of that itself is obviously gone away um i would say this right give you a, a good example of what i've seen growing up and everything like that with uh john here you know john i would say how would i put this people always said to like to john he was destined for greatness destined for this destined for that or whatever the case is right and growing up obviously there was times and time again where you know i seen john labor in whatever the task that he was doing or giving or whatever the case is um and that's a choice that he had to make at that i could tell your group in the church just like how y'all talk (laughs) (laughs) i seen seen john labor You know, ultimately, we're getting to the point where, you know, he's putting the time, the energy into a craft, whatever that looks like. 
and because of the time that he has put into it, you got a result that is great. Now he is known as someone who can play the music really, really well, has a great understanding of it, but that's something that took time, energy, and effort, right? I wouldn't necessarily say that per se is lack of free will, because if you are being told, hey, to do this and do that, you still have a choice to decide, are you going to do that or do not do that? If he doesn't do it, then guess what? He never becomes that greatness that everyone keeps talking about, right? Right. But like, let me give an example of what I was talking about. Like, if you if you look at, let's say cars, for example, right? Yeah. Let's say let's say you want to get an SUV, right? Your free will is to choose, you know, which SUV you want. But when you like really look at it, they're literally all the same. Just little design difference, little you know color difference maybe. Wheels might be a little different, but in reality, it's sports utility vehicle, four wheels, you know, a little higher. What what are we really choosing? You know, like the same, what, same, right, the same, so, same. And I feel like that's the same the same situation in life. Like, yes, we have the ability to choose certain aspects. Of um, in our life or whatever, but I feel like the on a greater level, on a greater greater scheme of things, these these choices that we 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 think we have already preordained in a way. It's okay. like okay. Or, I see what you're saying. a better a better way. It's it's a formula, right? And you know right. when we're talking about formula, we're talking about math. There's there's literally only one direction and you're, you're going to get that that same answer regardless of I see what you're saying what you some, 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 somewhat I, I, I sort of kind of agree with both of you though um, specifically Nick when you're talking about the math and destiny I think it's not just a formula it's an algorithm an huh? algorithm you, you can input the user inputs data right and those micro choices and decisions ultimately do lead down a path sometimes that path is led to, they're led to that destination right but ultimately they're they're the free wills in choosing that not necessarily the the program that they're running maybe the program is called life and we didn't choose to, to run this program we were installed into this program and now we have to make these micro choices to get to the end of the program right exactly. and we can't make choices that could alter the, the algorithm itself right? the, the overall program exactly. or harm the yeah, overall exactly. program so that's that's that kind of where I'm, that's kind of where i'm coming from when i'm saying like i see what we saying. don't have free when i'm per se when i'm looking at it and the more I'm, I'm i'm listening to you guys and i'm trying to picture it you know in my mind i was first thinking of going the route of free will and destiny kind of being you know on the same the same they're po being polar opposites right but in a different sense because free will basically with every choice comes uh, uh infinite amount of choices and continuous right so your destiny doesn't necessarily have to be like it's i feel like it's a word for something that doesn't it's like a war on drugs you know it's like destiny it, it has it has a it, it sounds like yeah no that's 
it's a buzzword it's very yeah marketable. it's 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 <laughs> not but it's not really how things go because yeah you can be you can you can have had the perfect setup to be like you could have I, I don't know the look look at LeBron James he has a son who's playing basketball many people will be like you're destined for for greatness because your dad was so great but that yeah that's not that necessarily not his destiny that's not that Shaq's son that like is it's not necessarily your your destiny to be great in that thing your destiny is what you end up being it's it's your yeah. it's your it's your end all so it's not necessarily something that you are that's really preset it's really just the term for your how you how your life ends so no. check it i'm good all i was gonna say and <laughs> I, I i hate to tie it up but i don't want to put in a bow knot just yet but i would like to just say this we're kind of hitting the head on something here really really tangible and very valuable right and the thing that keeps coming to my head is i love what you just said kadeem about end all I think destiny is your final destination, right? How you get there, it can be, you know, all over. But the, I think the problem that we we may have here is that people f feel as though they can know your 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 the end result, right? And nobody knows the end. Nobody, and that's the problem. So if we knew the end, then we can map manipulate it so we can reach that final destiny in a way that most people think about it. But that's not the, that's not the case, right? All we can do is uh, uh, decisions after decisions, with legacy in mind, and and hope that in our final destination, you know, it's something tangible, very valuable, and meaningful to everyone. And then we can say, "Oh my God," you know, when the, when everything ends, you know, for me or whatever, you can say oh my god we just knew now we could see looking back at john's life or his life or her life they were destined to be at this point or this you know this great thing because now they have all this contextual historical data to look at and they say okay yes that was their ultimate destiny it's like an emotional mental boost yeah right? when you're just telling yourself like look my destiny is whatever greatness you're trying to thing yourself to yeah it's my goal not. yeah ba yeah basically basically absolutely so i i know i i cut off nick there for a second but it was sure just did. burning in my soul man it was sure burning did. it was burning all of my soul sure. it's like you guys you guys are honestly the masters of your own universe and i was able to tap in just a little bit <laughs> Um, and share some of that information from you guys because it was really amazing. You know, overall we're talking we're talking about legacy here, and I want and hear me now. I want our legacy to be that of greatness. You know, it doesn't need to be monumental. It doesn't need to be world changing, but I do want it to be something that we can be proud of right now. In fact, what I would like for all of us to have is a living legacy right where each day is intentional and we're going about it uh, in a way that we can be the most memorable each and every single day i like it i 
like it. That's, that should definitely be the the mission and goal. I feel like in, 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 in terms of our life, how conscious are we about the decisions that we make? How conscious are we about the things that we we long for? How conscious are we about those those thoughts, however powerful or or or, mm-hmm. or strong they may be, that as time goes on slowly builds our destiny or destination mm. and i feel like it's in it's because we're not all conscious of the things that we or the building blocks that we lay you know what i'm saying yeah the, so i i have an article uh, actually on that um inc John just cut me off again <laughs> I, I, I didn't cut you off. I didn't cut you off. I think so. <laughs> I'm trying. It, I, I actually, it's a great testament to one of the decisions I just made. Okay, Ooh. and so I, I cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. To your point, Nick, um, INC is reporting that on average, the adult makes thirty-five thousand decisions per day. 35,000 decisions a day. Yeah, micro decisions. I'm not surprised at that. Right. And so, I don't know what number out of that is very meaningful. How many seconds are in a day, Kadeem? Isn't it like... (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you call it that? You're going to edit this. <laughs> yeah, I was right. I, oh no, it was eighty six, eighty six thousand. I'm not editing anything. I, I'm, I'm no longer editing. I was close. I said sixty four, but I think it's eighty six. <laughs> you said seconds. Okay. So, so next so point. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. To, to your point, I think. <laughs> <laughs> to next point, I think that the major, the major ones that kind of cause us to pause and stop. I think those probably don't happen that much daily, and when they do, it, it's a lot of different things happening. I have to take in a lot of uh, information at that point. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say that I'm being very intentional about, about my um, those kinds of decisions every single day. I think it's more so when they come up, then I you know I take action. But if I'm planning for something, it's a little different. You know, if I'm putting a list together or thinking about something that's going to happen a month or a week down the road, then I think I'm very intentional when it comes to those decision uh, process of making. Yeah, I think I, a lot of those... Oh, my bad, Abe. No Go worries. ahead. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kameem. Uh I would say that um, the those type of decisions, uh, just to add on, is for me, at least, uh, I can admit that I don't make those type of decisions. Uh, I think I, I am more what cautious... I'm gonna explain now. So I think I'm more Ooh. cautious. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just cautious. <laughs> I think I'm cautious in the way I think. I think I'm cautious in the way I speak. But actually thinking about uh, making like a decision as far as like like life choices, for example, um, not so much as just trying to be preventative you know i think the way you guys are speaking you can correct me if i'm wrong it sounds more being more proactive than preventative if that makes sense what what do you mean by 
preventative? What are we trying to? So I guess when I think about choices, I think about how, like, instead of thinking about, okay, how am I going to make the next million dollars versus being preventative? How am I not going to lose a thousand dollars, whatever that looks like, you know? Okay. So, So like, in that mindset. Yeah. I feel like one is based in, I guess, fear and the other is based in, like, optimism. Yes. Yes. Love, I guess. So. <laughs> so I think uh, definitely a lot of the decisions that I strive in, um, when they do come up, I think it's based out of unfortunately fear. Mm, that's that's real. Yeah. But but if you think about it, that's uh, most people. You know, I, or let's say this: there are certain decisions that typically, for most people, always fall in fear-based in that fear-based region right? right you know like crossing the street you know oh i gotta double up and then not in new york, you <laughs> in new york? You there's no it. fear <laughs> anyone walking on the street yeah that was, that was like an example but you get <laughs> i got you no. <laughs> I, I i totally get you but guys, to bring this back full circle, you know, I always enjoy talking about the future, talking about my life and everyone else's life as we're here, and also just remembering those who have come before us. You know, for for us black folks, ancestry is a, an important thing, you know, because some of it we don't know. Say that with your chest, do. man. Right, some of it we do know. <laughs> and so it's so much more important for us, I think, to make sure that we are leaving behind tangible evidence, proof of life sometimes, that we existed and that can live in many different forms. You know, uh, on this podcast, uh, we're here with a couple folks that I, I think are, are pretty great human beings and that will be remembered and loved and cherished along the way. But the thing that I want to leave with our listeners today is if you haven't started thinking about legacy and and what you're actively doing and how you're influencing the person next to you, your children, your coworkers, I think you should start to give it a little bit of thought because it's important and it's lasting. It will outlive you for sure. And with that, I want to thank everyone. (laughs) Yes, if you're lucky. With that, I want to say thank you for listening to another Three Dads and an Uncle podcast. It's been a real pleasure. I'm John. We have Nick, Kadeem, and Abe. And Abe. And we're saying bye. And Nick. <laughs> bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. That's a different podcast, Rito.